You've been in a series, Jesus in a Secular World, and today I want to talk to you about having courage to be a witness. Let me pray for you as we open the word today. We're going to be in Acts chapter 1 for a few moments together, but let's pray. Our Father and God, how grateful we are that we are your people, the sheep of your pasture. We pray that you will feed us from the manna on high, that you would be glorified, we as your people would be edified, the devil would be horrified, and the demons terrified, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whom we love and serve. Amen. Amen. You may have heard the apocryphal story about the Jew, what, ha- uh, the, what happened at the zoo just recently. The gorilla, which was the main attraction, died. They began to inquire, how do we get another gorilla here? And they found out it would take three months to get another one. So they said, we just can't wait that long because the crowds are going down. Things are changing. So they decided that they were going to try to find someone who could imitate being a gorilla. And so they searched far and wide and they found somebody And he was really, really good. And so they put him in a gorilla suit and had him fill in for three months. This guy, people flocked to see him because he was so good. They had no idea it wasn't a real gorilla. And one day he was showing off and his hands were wet and he slipped and he fell in the lion's cage. And the lion began to roar and come his direction. He thought, oh, dear God in heaven, this lion's going to eat me. But, but if I, maybe if I show him that I'm a human, he won't eat me. And so, so he began to try to grab the zipper to pull the head off of his grill outfit. And, and the zipper was stuck. And the lion, and he's getting closer to him. And, and he grabs on the side and tries to unzip the suit on the side. But it's stuck. And the lion pounces on him. And he's roaring, and the guy's going, please, please, Mr. Lion, don't eat me. I'm not really a grill. I'm a man. The grill goes, shut up, you fool, or we'll both get fired. (laughs) There's a meaning to the madness. The story tells us that many of us pretend to be what we never intend to be. We as believers need to understand that we can't give testimonies. We can't be testifying. We're supposed to be testifying. It reminds me of the story of the Sunday school teacher that wanted to show off to the Sunday school superintendent. And so when she showed up in her classroom, the teacher immediately asked the question, someone tell me please why why people call me a Christian. Little Johnny raised his hand and said, because they don't know you like we do. (laughs) The late Vance Havner, a revivalist, said, Christianity has become so subnormal 
that if it ever got back to New Testament Christianity, it would seem to people to be abnormal. It is getting to be what, that if you want to fellowship with the average Christian, you have to backslide to do it. We are all witnesses. We are witnesses with life and lip. Life without lip is heresy because let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Lip without life is hypocrisy. But life and lip together, that's honesty. Today, I want to take a few moments with you. Some of you are looking at me going, where's Pastor Dean? He's just way more encouraging right now. I promise we're getting to good stuff. Acts chapter 1 tells us, In verse 4, our focus will be verse 8, but look at verse 4 through 8. It says, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. They then gathered, then they gathered around him and they asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it's not for you to know the times or the dates the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. Jesus was telling his disciples before he was about to be caught away that they would be witnesses of him in the world in which they live and it was going to require the Holy Spirit. It was going to require courage. How many know that we live, we need courage in this day and age? In the world in which we live, we as Christ followers need the Holy Spirit in order to witness in a secular world. The question is, why did Jesus say this to them? And why is it that we ourselves must have courage today to be witnesses in a world that is going crazy out there? Let me give you the why first, because I think that Luke records this really well of 